Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Lackadaisical Dragon Cast, where we take you through all 153 episodes of the original Dragon Ball, the three movies, the 10th anniversary film, and of course, the beloved Dragon Ball Evolution. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today we have Jordan. Yo. Vinny. Hi. And of course, the summary master himself, Patrick. Piss in your sleep. Be a man. <laughs> Piss in your sleep. <laughs> okay, so this is just Patrick's staple now. He is going to have a be a man quote for his intro every week. Um, we're starting the episode off this week on a bit of a sadder note. Um, at the age of eighty-nine, uh, we lost composer of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, Shunsuke Kikuchi. Um. It's it's kind of it's hard to uh, summarize how much his music plays a role in in making Dragon Ball Dragon Ball. His music's better than Bruce Falconer's. I'm just saying it right now. It is. Yeah. Uh, it is. You know, we we don't really need to bring the debate up here, but yeah, his music just outstanding and yeah like i said uh, dragon ball would not be the anime it is with without his soundtrack i i don't think um he uh he also did a, a soundtracks for a lot of other series uh as well i only just recently learned um he did the soundtrack for tiger mask and tiger mask 2 Good. Uh, which is something that, that Patrick, I think, would find interesting. Um, he he did the original Common Rider soundtrack up through ZX, it seems, apparently. Um, did the Dr. Slump soundtrack uh, before before he did Dragon Ball. Um, lots, lots of scores uh, uh, under his belt. Um Yeah, uh, passed away of pneumonia at the age of eighty nine. The oh, day. now that Just, sucks. All that's, I have to say is, is that's rest a bad in peace. Damn, rest in peace. Made my childhood. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, at least he lived a long life. Eighty nine is pretty old. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump into the episodes for the day. Got episodes eleven through fifteen up uh, to talk about. And, uh, Patrick, why don't you start us off with a summary for episode 11. Fuck. In Japanese, at last the dragon appears. Oh, fuck. With the Funimation title, shit. the penalty fuck. is pinball. Fuck, I wasn't ready for this. Fuck, shit. No, I'm trying to, I have like 20 tabs open and I have it on episode 10 and not 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta do is scroll down a little bit. I know, I thought it was 10, not 11. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I did two earlier and then I was like, wait, no. I watched 11 <laughs> to 15 today. Yeah, it's... It doesn't jumbled. work in your head like that. I know. I know it doesn't, but <laughs> number numerical wise, it does. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what the... All right. So the pr- the penalty is pinball. Let's see. How do we start this off right here, viewer or listeners? Well, mind you, they couldn't find the last Dragon Ball because it's still on Goku, and my starts yelling at peel off, saying like basically, "Fuck short people. You can't trust them." And personally, I never met anyone uh, shorter than me that I that I liked. Don't you agree, uh, co-host Jordan? 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree fully. <laughs> Wait a minute, that includes me. Let's <laughs> see if you call it. I want to catch you off guard with that. And then it's like, oh, hey, they didn't, they didn't notice it, but there's a little TV there where Pilaf can look at his prisoners. And Goku thinks it's a window because, you know, he, he just sees glass like, that's a window. Because he's, <laughs> he's like my favorite. Hey, hey Yamcha, I can get him if I jump through the window. Yeah, he's like my favorite candy, uh, liquor or sucker dum-dums. <laughs> and now, the, oh, God, there's a long, expandable metal arm that just zooms in. And it only grabs the, the only women pr- woman prisoner in there and she's going to get oh, the treatment. And P- please, uh, I, turn- I only turned 18 last week. <laughs> please. I don't want to review. I really don't. I hope this doesn't continue further because I don't want to review this type of content on this, on this podcast of all things. Bulma, was, when she got captured, she's like, I have my 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 ceiling detectors going off and like flips off, peel off. And it's really good. And I need to remember that. She she full on shot on the bird and I loved it. And I'd be afraid too uh, if some weird tiny blue angry Smurf creep uh, tried giving me weird kissy faces too. So they send her back to the dungeon and uh, sadly it's not the one with uh, Mister Darkholm with a deep dark fantasy like he told me about. I need to watch more of that man on Twitch. <laughs> then they release this yellow toxic sleeping gas which looks like mustard gas if I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't I don't I more crime more crime more we're all crime. we're all we're all, th- we're all thinking of shout out to thing. biological warfare yeah but when we find out it's sleeping gas uh, I think we all figure out what he wanted to do uh, the only woman prisoner in there Kissy face didn't work back to the dungeon oh put her to sleep my. disgusting and Pilaf's trying to be like oh I'm smart I did this. So then he immediately counteracts that by going to the chamber with the sleeping gas with no protection, no mask on, and just fucking falls asleep and gets sick. And uh, <laughs> so We so already good. knew that Pilaf was an idiot. Moral of the story with this, uh, what Pilaf's trying to say in this PSA is, uh, you wear a mask. Otherwise you get sick. <laughs> yes. Wow. Pilaf is COVID compliant. Yeah. You'll be stupid like Pilaf. Well... <laughs> Nobody oh wants to be so good. <laughs> you don't wear a mask, you become peel off, and uh, nobody wants to be like peel off, so go and wear that mask, boy. <laughs> then Mayan Shu had to go in there and clean up this mess once again to finally get that Dragon Ball from Goku's little pouch, the four star one that's hiding, and they get it all in the same room because they actually wear a gas mask and uh, don't fall asleep like the idiot does. Later on, Bulma. Later on, the gang starts slowly waking up with Bulma being the forest. The 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 forest, and she's in the forest now, I guess. But she notices that Goku's little four star ball is is, is it's all gone. And then she starts screaming like that, and Yamcha wakes up by uh by some mounds, some delicious almond joys, let's say. Uh, <laughs> And then followed by Poir, Goku, and Oolong, because I have to be very specific with who wakes up. Uh, the wall is down, so they can actually retreat and get away from their trapped corner. <laughs> and then, oh look, they run away, and then they meet up with Pilaf and the gang. They're all together now, and now Goku can finally get Grandpa back, because that, that's what we're just going to refer to the ball as. It's just Grandpa now. No, not, not Did the you use ball the wish Grandpa. yet? <laughs> no. No. Give me back my grandpa. Oops. Now Pilaf and the gang decide to run away, and now 
the punishment is, as the episode would say, the penalty's pinball, and now they're just playing pinball with the weird, I don't know, keyboard, piano, organ, hybrid stuff. Ow. That was weird. Playing pinball with uh, something like that, not original flippers, that sounds like a good thing for a charity incentive to do for a charity stream, I think. It's an interesting take on it. Okay. All right. And they do, uh, Triple H's favorite thing is you know, take a few bumps uh, along the way, and they managed to run away from the large ball I was trying to kill them, so that's pretty good at least. Except when Peel off decides to cheat and just starts making the ball go down a hill, up, and then starts scrolling back up and goes in a slightly different direction, all without being touched. Because, you know, that's how pinball works. It's, uh, can't well, it's a gag. Physics is not a real thing in this pinball of uh, Pilaf's castle. Some but bullshit. this is Dragon Ball. Who cares about physics? This is absolute bullshit, and I want to see Pilaf uh, heads just completely ripped off, spinal column intact, just like a Sub-Zero Mortal Kombat fatality in the original. It would have been a good time for it, because he's starting to be more annoying with each episode. <laughs> and the concept of playing with this toy and the way he plays badly with it reminds me of that mini game from the NES uh, for Miracle Piano where you just shoot the ducks and instead of trying to play their song right you're just smashing keys and just trying to shoot them all in one go because uh, yeah that's how you win you don't play piano you just do that it's dumb and sick and tired of uh, trying to play things correctly so start mashing keys to win Ugh. and then hey look they finally escape it I hope they go in this red room <laughs> with a purple curtain. Hopefully it's something nice. Hopefully that giant circular item isn't another pinball. Oh, no, it's another fucking pinball. Just First he lost this one, and then he's going to find this one. I'm just curious how many continues he's going to have in this horrible game. Is it one of those weird ones where it's just, oh, you just infinitely hitch this button and you get 20 continues? It's bullshit, and I don't like Pilaf's Castle. They managed to run away from it again. It's like, oh, nope, they're trapped in the same room again with the same walls, the same uh, window, as Goku called it. Who could have seen this happening? Not me. Don't play pinball. Uh, from, I'm not playing Pilaf's Pinball Castle when they release it for the 50th anniversary at uh, the Tokyo Game Shows of 2042. Because that's clearly the correct year. I prefer uh, my traditional two paddle buttons, not keyboard. You, you, so you got to give, give Pilaf credit, though. Somehow he's an idiot, but somehow he keeps doing shit right. He got them back in the same hole they were in. Yeah, I guess he is somewhere there. He's, people get lucky once or twice. Three times so far? Yeah. The command mail wave, uh, it can be a, it's, it seems useful and can be good. If only Goku would just uh, could get it down and was a lot more stronger with it. They could have just blown down the entire castle like uh, Roshi did the few previous episodes earlier. Eh, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. It's still good for, uh, you know, the second attempt of not knowing how to do it, so. It lasted a tiny hole. Yeah, you got a okay. hole big enough to see through. It's okay. And then Pilaf gathers uh, all seven balls together, and the Eternal Dragon starts rising up. Oolong and Poir, they're the only small ones that can shapeshift and go through there, but it's a little too late. And, uh, yeah, there's a big green dress dragon towering over them. And I'm not going to discuss anything further because we're just going to end on that cliffhanger. Because F you. We got to wait. Y'all wait till next week. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that's just how. Uh, that's just the way animes go. They just leave off a of very important cliffhangers. Just like this. Oh, uh, shit. It's is. next week. Episode 12. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the wish to Shenlong slash a wish to the Eternal Dragon. You know what? I feel like that's one of the closer episode titles. It is. Yeah. It, it, there, there's another one that's pretty close. I mean, outside of 13 and, tw- and 11 on here, they're all somewhat close. Um, But, but yeah, that, uh, t- 12 is definitely one of the closer ones. I guess it's already next week. Uh, time travel is a neat thing. Thanks, uh, future <laughs> character in a future show that we will not be saying yet. Thanks, future bomber. Wow. They're shining. The, the dragon balls are they're shining real nice when you put them together to summon the dragon. Big glowy orbs. A big big boy dragon comes out. Peel off very very timid as you know I expect him to be when he sees the eternal dragon just rising up at the magical beast. Everything lined up perfectly. He's gonna get his wish. He's gonna be so good. But yeah, he's just, he just—he can't even spit it out. He's too much of a little little bitch, I would say, because he can't even be like. Aah. But it's due to him being a uh, imbecile and scared. Uh, he gets his spotlight stolen upstage, as you will, when uh, your wish gets stu- stolen by a little pig named Oolong, who's apparently nine years old. That is not a voice of a nine-year-old, by the way. That is a voice of, like, a 35-year-old man going through a divorce. <laughs> I mean... So far, Wulong's done the most in this uh, past few episodes, being the hero, and that's 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 pretty bad. And what is he, what is he the hero of? Oh, he just stole the wish and just, just, just got the softest underwear for females. Man, what Wait, a... He said, he, said, he said the most comfortable pair of underwear in the world. I want how, long, how long of his for you that? Do what, Patrick? I said, I wonder how many, how long it's going to take for him to ruin those. <laughs> he already has. Of course he has. Then with multiple Kamehameha in. waves, uh, they've blast enough, the blast, the door, or the wall, I should say, not the door, the wall, uh, enough to let the, let the humans out. And then Goku's like, oh, I'm too hungry. I can't do anything. Whatever will they do? I don't know, Yamcha has uh, an idea of just, like, grabbing the Goku by the head and just using him as ammunition, just throwing him at the dogs. That's, that 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 worked fine, I guess. <laughs> and with that, he uh, Yamcha starts committing more dog abuse so badly that they uh, grow humanized when they get smacked around. They're not really dogs, they're wolves. Well, wolves, be dogs, they're creatures. It's okay, he's using wolf fang fist, so I guess that that's fine. He's just fighting fire with fire, as you could say. Oh, and that hunt Goku being hungry, yeah, that's. I guess he's just fine now. Now he can just fight off like the the wolves, I guess. Well, and he, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it that he saw them as food? So he was yeah. like, "Let me get food." He he saw them envisioned as fried dog, just like uh, an earlier episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So too. Yeah. I don't get it. He this he doesn't he he's bad about making up his mind about stuff. He always flip flops really bad. <laughs> And now, thankfully, uh, or I guess not thankfully, Pilaf now gets him cornered and thrown into a much stronger and sturdier material of a trap, along with a nice view of the night sky with that you can see through the tempered glass. Oh, and by the way, uh, after you make a wish with the Dragon Balls, they scatter throughout the entire world and can't be used for another year. They turn to stone. Oh, have fun finding them now. Good luck. Goodbye. Yay. I mean. All that effort was for nothing. 
hey, it's still night time. They get to have one night, one good night final rest before uh, the sun comes up and turns into an oven. Because uh, apparently that's what this special material does. It's gonna cook them in the morning. And I think that that's a bit of an asshole move of peel off. I I like that he managed to capture them again. By the way, that like yeah. like again. Again, they had to show it off screen because it would have taken up too much of the episode. I mean, it, it showed them being cornered, and and like you said, Goku didn't want to do shit because he was too hungry. But they literally just did. They, they 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 keep he he's able to do shit. He can be dangerous. He's just an idiot. Yes, your father's an idiot. Your father's an idiot. It's like three did, feet of stool. He just remember he could do that. Three feet of steel. <laughs> uh. That's what surrounds the wall, and that's the end of the adventures, because they're going to die in the morning when the sun comes up. I hope you enjoyed uh, the Dragon Cast. That's the end of the series. We lied. It's only uh, episode 12, not uh, 12 and a half episodes long. Yeah, uh, they they, they were just going to get cooked now. It was a short but sweet series. Seasonal anime need to be longer, but what can you do? It's fine. We have like only a couple minutes left in this episode, so they're going to look at the moon, and it's so big. It's bright. It's beautiful. And, uh, it's so good. And Goku's like, oh, by the way, there's a terrible monster that uh, killed my grandpa Gohan when the moon comes out. Crushed the house to everything, ruined a lot of trees. But, I, but Goku just sat there and can't remember anything about it. So that, that's that's a good dying, good last note to die on. But they're like, have you ever looked at the moon? He's like, no, I never did. And then everyone starts cowering in the corner because everyone's afraid of Goku when he says that. It's like, why? Ah, uh, why? It, it, just because everything adds up and just seems a bit weird, it doesn't mean anything. Dun, bum, bum. Just let Goku look at the moon, and he's uh, he starts morphing really badly. He's growing. He grows really big. He's getting really scary. He's a Yo. really big giant ape, and uh, he's Yo. he's starting to cause an earthquake and destroying the castle. All goody. This is, uh, I guess, the series ain't <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> He's turning into a really large monkey boy, and it's like, wow, this is great. Yeah, no, we're you have to wait another week for that now. <laughs> That's two episodes in a row. They do this shit on us. That's upsetting. Now imagine watching this when you were a kid. It would have been very upsetting. Yeah. Well, to to be fair, when it was airing on Toonami, you would have seen the show the episode the next day. So true. No, but still, it's like, oh, a whole week. I just saw the dragon I see Goku turning into a giant monkey. What is this? Just imagine how you had to read the manga no. every week. Oof. And you were getting even less per chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully episode 13 can make I'll me happy. I'll show you. Let me tell you, that title ain't happy. Episode 13. Goku's Great Transformation slash The Legend of Goku. Don't cut him I'm off like that. I'm not used to the hosting thing. I'm sorry. I'm like, just... Don't cut him off, Jordan. You fucking... No, let him cut me off. I'm okay with it. I'm not scared. Well, episode 13 of Legend of Goku. Hopefully with a name like this, I'm not playing some mediocre game that, is, that goes by the same name for the Game Boy Advance. No, no, no. That's Legacy of Goku. There's a difference. I don't know. I'm not, I, don't, I don't pay attention to titles. I barely remember people's names. <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> I'm more focused about this giant beast that's just running amok and just destroying anything and everything within its path. Fen- friend oh, or foe doesn't care. Goku turned into the Grape Ape. Mm, shut up. Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Hey, hey, hey. No. Da, da, da.
you know, you're making me mad. I'm gonna wonder. I'm just gonna figure. I'm just gonna think about what Pilaf has to say about this when he, uh, after his sweet dream about being a bee to sting someone, which which made me wonder. What is he? Did he just commit to that? His sweet thoughts in the night when he's resting in his cozy bed is him committing suicide. Because that's uh, <laughs> that's a bit unsettling, if you ask me. I don't yes. Like that. Yes. He wants to be how to be a honeybee and sting someone and kill himself. <laughs> Good for him. At least he's been woken up by this giant monster who's just in the middle of uh, just just demolishing his most precious castle, turning it to rubble into the ground. <laughs> that's a that's a good wake up call, if you ask me. There, he ends up being too scared to you know shoot away, so they're just gonna. <laughs> they're gonna fucking throw some bullshit at it in their night ge- nightwear Slippers and, uh, and pillows anything they can grab in their thing a bottle of lube th- randomly gets thrown in there it's good stuff I mean great great stuff cause that, that won't uh, make this uh, big monster pitch more off and get it angry and uh, cause more potential death for our lovely lovely main antagonists of the series so far cause they're the only consistent ones at this point Goku went RAR XDDD. RAR X3, yeah. <sighs> at least with at least with Goku doing that, the 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 heroes manage to escape from this prison, so they can uh, so this prison continue. Ah, the show can continue. I'm fucking no dry mouth right now. We'll get you some drink. I will after this episode. Not this podcast episode, but this episode summary. So let me cut back into that. I'm gonna do the same thing. So the gang escapes from their prison, so that way they can the show can continue. And for better or for worse, it's up to you for uh, the listeners to decide whether the show continuing gonna be good for you or bad for you. It's a little bit of both. More manslaughter later on, probably. I don't know. And then there's a plane that's running around that has Pilaf in them in it against a giant monkey. I'm pretty sure I've seen something similar to this, and it doesn't really end very pretty. But that that's just maybe a hunch I'm having. And then while they're running and Goku's like destroying the castle, Bulma like fucks up her leg in the middle of the rubble. And yeah, I'm just 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 too too frightened to do anything to help out wow. Bulma. It's almost wow, as if yeah, Yamcha was what a, useless. What a what a bitch! What, what a pile of shit! I want to get relegated to uh, the joke uh, later on in the series. Sooner or later, who knows? You have to watch. You have to listen to us. <laughs> Yamcha broke and a joke. <laughs> wow. Pilaf just wants to wants to go back and save his castle for whatever reason, what what little is left of it. Yeah. Something about insurance policy had took out on it or some shit. I don't know. He's not supposed to be smart, so I'm sure he's just pulling stuff out of his ass. I hope he gets hurt. I hope he gets hurt very badly with uh, the plane uh, attempting to shoot down the monkey boy with lots of bullets because uh, that that doesn't seem to work. And fucking it, we saw in Goku in his base form just take uh, quite a few bullets and just be so fine. So that 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 pellets just uh, piss him off, essentially. Oh, that doesn't work. Just take out a heat-seeking missile that's just uh, just randomly in your plane, shoot at him, and that 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 should do the trick. Brings him down surprisingly, and then good enough. Ten years of hard work of building a castle just destroyed in less than a night, all down the drain. How does that make him feel, you think? I oh. hope it makes him feel like shit. You you abuse those people and steal their money like that all your life, and you, you deserve to be a felt 
treated like a shithead. Fuck Pilaf. Yeah. Well, I can't really he can't really think about it now because the, the 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 nap time's over for the monkey. Now he's on for more mass destruction with a pinpoint accuracy throw of destroying of the part of the building. Throwing it and destroyed more of the castle. Yeah, King DDD came here. Destroyed the plane. Yeah, King just, just fucking just make it crashing down. Everyone got inside, got hurt. While in the process of that happening, Bulma got stuck underneath some rebel and running at Mach speed seven is the angry monkey boy. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're sitting there. He pulls right from the thing. All of a sudden, Goku's just like, "Oh shit, I'm a coming!" And he's fucking running towards him for no reason. Yeah, I, don't know I mean, he's a raging giant monkey. With no and sense there's of really a whole lot. There really isn't a whole lot. So I'm pretty Pilaf's sure he's going to go after anything he sees moving, even if it's his friends. And all when all Bulma can be thinking about is like, wow, maybe all those attempted murders trying to kill him off in the beginning of the show is starting to catch up to her. <laughs> Looks like uh, Goku. Won't be hungry very longer because he's looking like he's going to chow down the oh, the blue net female scientist lady, wherever the fuck she's wants to refer to herself at this young age. So what does Yamcha do? He just makes some uh, makeshift sword and uh, tries to break it on Goku. Only it pisses off the great apes just just as badly, if not worse, than the bullets. Go Yamcha, go go Yamcha! Fucking story of his life. He tries to do something cool and it just ends up just getting fucked at the end. Of course. What a, what a good character trait. <laughs> and he's just sitting there swinging on the tail to get him down. But yet, for some reason, the extra weight of Oolong and Puar seems to be heavy enough to paralyze Goku and put him in his place long enough for Puar to change into a giant pair of scissors and just snap off his tail because Puar does more than Yamcha now, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> it just goes to show you, Yamcha is everyone's favorite butt of the joke. But he's doing a good job. Yeah, it could be doing worse, I guess. This, thankfully, reverts him back to his normal state. And now he's a tired, naked boy. Because this show likes nakedness for some reason. I don't Nudity. Like it. Nudity. Because Nudeness. it's the 80s in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't weird back then. People weren't as perverted. A lot of people outraged, but not but more outraged. But you know what? You see than, Patrick uh, here, and he, that's all he thinks about is the sexuality of the male penis. Wow. I, I am not in. Uh, I am not Mr. Captain Psychopath. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that makes me outraged, but not as much as outraged for uh, Pilaf wanting to uh, fucking about his castle being destroyed. He doesn't want to take the blame for something that was his fault, and I uh, just wanted to bake his enemies alive. And it's like, nope, not I didn't do this. Nope, it's not my fault. It's all yours. Everyone else but mine. He's just uh, def- deflecting the blame. So he demands his lackeys to go and kill those, kill the gang with his, some weapons, like his great. And then he shares some weird fucking advice with his great granddaddy, who happens to share the na- same name as Pilaf. Hope he wasn't uh, much of a tool as this one is. Hopefully he was a real man, not this bitch. Good luck with that. And then, uh, and what'd you know? The lackeys didn't do shit. They didn't kill him. So. Now it's morning, and the gang's... Goku's starting to wake up, and they're like, we need to keep this between ourselves, because who knows how the poor boy's going to act, knowing that he was responsible for his, the murder of his, the only human that he spent his entire life with and loved. 
That would just been horrible. Yeah, I'd... imagine. Now the thing is, imagine how did how does Goku know that he, that his grandpa was crushed by a giant ape? No one was around them. The only person there was his grandpa and Goku. So so Goku had to have found so, his grandpa. And his crushed. grandpa can't testify. So yeah. here's the thing. He he had, he had to have found his dead grandpa squished. Well, yes, but his grandpa certainly does not have the brains. But at the very, <laughs> what I think is that <laughs> Gohan just told him about the story earlier about a big giant monster, and he's just like, "Oh, that's the person that killed my grandfather. I'm going to find so, him and probably so, yada yada." So Gohan yeah, probably told sense. him about the great ape by seeing Goku transform and surviving that encounter. Yes. Yes, that would probably make more sense too. Yes, and then, and and, that, and, then, and it was just Goku assuming that it was the giant ape, or or Goku came across the bloody flattened pulp of his fucking grandpa. <laughs> well, no. yes, but that's what made him assume that it was the great ape that did yeah. it. Yeah, which it obviously was. Can we get back to naked boy? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't want to say that. At least he won't be nude for him very long because uh, Oolong gives the nude monkey boy a pair of his pants. Uh, so he's wearing like green overalls. So he's like. Can't believe Patrick can only think about the sexualization of the male penis. I am not Mr. Didrick who thinks about the male genitalia for a wealthy living as a hobby. Goku looks like a farmer in these weird green overalls. And then after a while, they start thinking about their wishes, and they're like, "Huh, maybe we should actually try dating and actually do the pl- the, the sensible thing, and not wasted some wish, and see if we can <laughs> work at things out." Let's just love each other. That's a funny. And then joke. Goku, after his little adventure ends with them, he's like, "Oh, I need to go back to Roshi's Island to get some training so I can become even stronger, so I can stop that monster or some shit." Nah, he just wants to be strong. That seems good of a good good enough motivation for me. Always strive to be the best. Goku leaves by himself. Takes Bulma gives him the Dragon Radar, so that way, in case he needs to fight the Four Star Ball in a year's time, he can get that. Because uh, yeah, that's very something he should probably have. Because it's very big momento for him. So this uh, breaks up the group for now, and we will not be seeing them together for quite some time, which is a bit sad. But at least it ends on a happy note with them going off doing their own thing. And uh, yeah, at, that's it for episode thirteen. At least Unlucky nobody 13. in the main cast is dead. <laughs> yeah, Are you the main sure? Cast died. Are you sure? This isn't Z yet. Are you sure about that, pal? Bulma's alive. Yamcha's alive. Oolong's alive. Poirot's alive. And that's the main cast, and they're all alive. So yes, I'm alive. Are you Vinny's sure about alive. that? You're alive. Bananas are alive. Alive, yes. alive. The rabbits are. Uh, I don't know. The rabbits may be alive on moon. Live. <gasps> TV is alive. Uh, Put it right here. Ba- ba- bananas are alive. Eat that prison food for forty-five years is alive. The, the out- Eat that prison food for four, four, <laughs> forty-five years. And while you're dying, I'll be still alive, still uh. alive, still alive. Episode 14, Goku's Rival Appears, slash, Goku's Rival. (laughs) Fuck that one word. One word. One word difference. 
So now Goku's traveling on his Nimbus Cloud. Before he can think about going to Roshi's house, he's going to make a one quick pit stop at his old home to gather some necessities so he can head out to Roshi's Island to follow him up on that uh, train that he was offered not too long ago. Whoever knows how long ago in the actual show, day-wise, I don't know, I'm going to say maybe like a week, week and a half, two weeks, most, who knows. Time's not consistent. So though he's doing good. Let's go cut back to the other group, and, uh, well, uh, what a surprise. The first time uh, Bulma drives something without Goku, they uh, crash the plane in some wooded area. Because uh, I gotta keep that trope that women are bad drivers, I guess. I don't even the show is very sexist. what the count is. It's I stopped at, counting after the first couple episodes because it would have been too much. It's at least in the double digits. Oh, for sure. So, if you uh, want to go on a joyride ride together, uh, with, uh, that will end your life. Uh, give Bulma a call and give her the keys to any vehicle. And uh, I'll make sure that it gets destroyed. Uh, very gets destroyed and uh, Look. hurt. And it'll be a great race in shape where your money back's going to be guaranteed. Oh, apparently somewhere in the same forest that they crashed in, you see this weird blueberry midget boy. Uh, I can guarantee it is not Pilaf because I do not want to vomit when the first time I saw him. Uh, apparently he was just in the shadow, so he's not blue. He's That was the shadow of the trees that this young bald thing was cracking down. Ow. Oh, Bob, minute. We'll, more, we'll learn more about it later. Because who cares about that when we can see uh, some MLG, as uh, the hip gamers call it, uh, Nimbus Cloud riding stuff, going having the time of his life, uh, not crashing anywhere because he's not being distracted, fucking going all this around, zooming through the forest and the trees, unlike uh, his taller friend named Bulma, who is uh, just just crashing all the time. Finally makes it there, and... Uh, Makes it to Roshi's house, and it's very good. And, Yo, of Bulma, course, upon Bulma, the many seas there, Roshi gangster. is uh, mm, doing a, watching, not doing, he's watching aerobic exercises, because he has no shame. Uh, he can be a little bit disappointed, hey, but understand hey, that hey, uh, hey, hey. his needs... He, the, the only thing, he, he is not only just watching. Oh, you, damn not, you damn well know what he's got out You have <laughs> to learn to admire the classics. Hey, where was I in my notes where I was really interrupted by... Uh, disgusting boy over here oh, that's right he arrived at roshi's island and uh he's being a uh, good good master watching aerobics um really paying attention to the leg work uh he's he's not a perfect saint and let me tell you i am not either i have done things that are questionable in the past like we all have he's uh too distracted roshi watching his uh morning workout tape his daily routine to notice the young boy with the spiky hair jumping right through his window in his home. So to get his attention, he literally just screams really loud in his ear. Master <laughs> and Roshi just Roshi! And Roshi's just, just having none of it. He just falls over. He's like, ow. And uh, first mistake number one that Roshi has done. He is like, here, Goku, go to the kitchen. Just go eat something in the fridge unsupervised. That, that's going to be great. <sighs> Oof. Finishes off his aerobics cut, his aerobics, and he goes in the kitchen and just see this fat boy just sitting there, saying he was a little bit hungry. And now he's just bulged out. He he just looks up at him and giggles, haha. <laughs> and it, it's just a moment of Goku's cute innocence. Like he just looks like like haha. I ate it all. I was hungry. He even ate my last stick of butter. 
<laughs> then Goku Damn. reminding him, he's like, hey, you promised me martial, martial arts, Roshi. And so that's why I got excited and decided to come here. Man, he's I like, forgot. Oh. And then Roshi's like, hey, wait a minute, where's your tall friend at? He, where's she at? Like, He's like, oh, they're probably having fun in the city right now, right as we speak. And totally not being cut into a, a miserable hot desert where the sun's overheating them to death no water in sight no nothing to prepare them for even worse than when they first met Yamcha it's like the Sahara Desert fucking hot as hell and there comes a sandstorm that's not natural but it's okay it's uh that weird bald turd from earlier just 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 pff, rushing somewhere who knows we'll probably see him later the style always spoils the show anyways for us Roshi Flout says I can't train ya why is that? I need I need some girl to go on a date with because I'm a dirty old man and I need to have some fun. His words, not mine. I... Talk about a playboy. Playboy. And then these moving pictures and magazines aren't doing it for him anymore. And he just wants to have a female companion. And I can respect that. I'd like to have like a female companion who just, just wants to be a friend. A friendly companionship for me personally. Uh, yeah. So Goku gets sent out to find a, a girl companion for Roshi. The first one's a bit of a bust. She's she's big, terrifying, and uh, seems like she would rip off your entire skull off your head with a snap of a finger. And I don't like that. Big, ugly, fat. Just like Serena, except without the strong part. Well, you know. You know. Uh-huh. You know, and then we cut back to this, this. This they keep cutting back to this kid, and his face creeps me the hell out. I don't like it. it. Just looks so smug, and his eyes are almost closed, and it's terrifying. I don't like that. Yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> Scary. Roshi being sick of a Goku shit, he takes him in for his first lesson. <laughs> Which girl is prettier? Holds up two very different women, and Goku looks. Hmm. I don't know. I like them both. What are you, a saint? He literally just says that. Just very disappointed in his boy. That he hasn't even trained yet. Give me one of these! Ah, what what are these? (laughs) Oh, God. Fucking, stop cutting away to Krillin. Like, he's cutting away. This bald boy, his facial features makes me want to shut off the screen. He's, I don't like his smugness he has. His eyes bother me. And he's just probably going to be big bothersome later on in the series. Excuse me, do you have a problem? Do you have a problem with with Krillin? The goat Krillin? I have a problem how as inconsistent his eyes are. They are very inconsistent in Dragon Ball, and they get much better on in the later series. I'm disappointed for you. You talk shit about my boy. I don't like that. You don't give a shit don't about like Krillin? I don't give a sh- you think I don't give a shit about Krillin? Probably in like early Dragon Ball you do, but Z just like he's only around I for. I love Krillin. Krillin's awesome. Krillin dies a lot. <laughs> yeah. So does Goku. Goku. Goku's yeah, never his, died. His deaths are awesome. In the entirety of anything. Goku has died more times than Krillin. Every time Goku's gone like, oh man, I'm Actually, sure that may not be true. In effort, he's like, might as well kill myself. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> 
so Goku five leaves, comes back, and all Roshi can see when he sees that spiky-haired boy is like, oh, please don't be Chunky. I don't like Chunky. He's my least favorite uh, character from Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> Gross let's play out of the Donkey Kong 64. Anyways, I'll go back to... Ch we'll, we'll have this... I'll unfortunately cut the Chunky talk short. Uh, he's a great ape. Uh, he's awesome, and we'll talk to him about it later. Instead, we're going to talk about this woman. This this female that he he has, he has brought Roshi now. It seems like on the cloud, she can ride it, so she must be pure of heart, and she looks pretty pretty, uh, pretty good for Mark Solis, check Mark's off. Good facial features, a slim but pretty upper body, he says. And, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, that's a home run, I want to take for a walk. Goes up to her, talks to her, comes back. She, does, she will refuse to go on a walk. Why is that? Oh, she just wants to go on a swim with you instead, and he's Roshi loses it. Goes over there, it's like... Says a really shitty line about walking. She's like, I don't have legs. And then we find out, oh no, she uh, she's a mermaid. <laughs> Catches him off guard. And I bring this up because it's a very important, important, stupid thing that he says, trying to make things better. It's like, oh, I I'm like a turtle, and you're part fish. So what do you say we go inside and learn about our species? Mm -hmm. Which promptly that. gets him a fresh slap in the face. Lesson learned. Let's Goku just comes say in. there was there was no caviar for him. Nope. Goku comes like, oh, I understand. Le I understand. Lesson, always keep your guard up. Yep, that's true. <laughs> and before we have good, and our good times just get ruined because this creepy boy's now just comes up on this island, seeing this, just does a heroic jump and then ha lands head first right into the sand, looking like a goof. And I call him a goof because that's what Roshi pretty much calls him too. Who's the goof? Oh, he's like, my name's Quillen. And he starts talking to Roshi. And, of course, he gets on his good side because he gives him uh, an adult magazine for 18 and plus people. And he seems to really like that. And that's all it takes for him to be his uh, students. Yeah. And yeah. So now he's on task with Goku to find a woman. So he tries to go on the Nimbus, goes through it <laughs> and Roshi's like huh you're hiding from something aren't you it's like oh I have more magazines I'm sorry it's like oh wait there's more fucking big stack of just adult magazines in his bag and Roshi's like oh gimme 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 starts going through them all in like one page like one page tosses it and goes in as a quick thing and then we just see this manly adult manly magazine made for men and he's just having none of it when he accidentally sees it disgusting like ah <laughs> tosses it aside yeah, and that 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 was fucking great because he's just he's going he's going woo woo woo. Ah! <laughs> it was so, so it was so cool. fucking scream. <laughs> just said homo on it's like wow. That, that, that I, what did it say? Boom boom or something like that or Bobo? It no, I just said homo on it. So that's literally oh, all it said. Homo. on it. Just some shirtless dude. Homo. I didn't. I I saw something mo. I guess it should have been. I should have assumed it was homo, but that was fucking great. And, we'll, and uh, yeah, that's the end of disc number two. And uh, that's, I had to switch over for uh, the next disc, uh, disc number three, to watch the final episode. So we're going to see you next week for that again. So goodbye. Wait, no, no. We, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, all right. All right. Bye, y'all.
There is an episode 15. <laughs> well, I'm... And that episode is called the Peculiar Girl Lunch. Lunch? Slash. Look out for lunch. Wait, lunch. I don't want to go. I don't want to go yes, out to lunch. It's that's dinner a Japanese time. name. That's why I told you guys all of the names are food puns, even in Dragon Ball. But lunch is not a food pun. It's lunch. Lunch. Yeah, but lunch is already another. <laughs> but that doesn't work because launch is the English name. But she lunch, launch is her is Japanese dubism, name. Jordan. She launches rocket launchers and she eats Roshi's butthole. Please stop. We're going to be on the lookout for launch in the middle of this episode, so when we spot her, we'll let you know. Goku and Krillin head out on the wonderful, magical Nimbus Cloud to find Roshi a woman to go on a date with. Because that's how you get a master. It's for training purposes, I assure you. And please, I assure you, he's just not trying to get uh, trying to get his rocks off, so to speak. Not at all. He's, he's above that. He's a master. He's of martial arts. Just ignore everything that have may may or may not have been said and happened in the previous episode, so I can have be right for once on this podcast. And while they fly around, we go to saloon with some very peculiar wanted posters. With uh, one of them having not only a lady on it, but she looks very mean and has the most bounty reward for it. So, for those of you playing Red Dead too, you better catch this lady because you'll be rich for the rest of the game. Wonder, uh, wonder if she's going to have any importance. Because as uh, that previous episode showed, uh, take everything with a grain of salt when you see stuff. Some dudes just, just vibing in there. The cowboys, I would guess I'd call them. And they're just sitting there. And the midget there saying uh, someone named Launch is coming this way, coming to this place. Some of them start freaking out. And uh, would you know it, the door opens up and here's some strange lady who pretty much 95% looks exactly like how she does on the poster, except uh, she has a hair, different hairstyle, and it's obviously someone different. Uh, you know, this is the first time that animes or video games uh, reused assets on other characters, mix something around, tweaked it a little bit, and just call it a brand new person. See it all the time. It's just a trope that never dies. She sounds nice, and uh, instead of ordering alcohol, anything... Now, a zesty drink, as Jordan would call it, in uh, this in this bar, she orders a glass of orange juice over ice. No one, and uh, no one evil would have some of that. Except uh, one sneeze later, they look, that weird evil woman transforms and comes out of this nice girl from the poster and... Whew, I'm just curious now with transformation like that. I wonder if she's a martial arts master or an alien because she can transform like that. And only only the power of those can uh, transform. Nothing else. No human can do that. She's not a real man. Well, yeah, she's a she. When did CJ come back? <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to look in the files for that one when he came back. And I don't know. She, I don't know why she's angry. She she was just ordered something for free, and then she starts shooting up the place and causing a lot of damage. And when I say a lot of damage, I mean that's a lot of damage. More damage than Phil Swift in any of his flex tapes commercials. More damaging than the ex did the my ex girlfriend did to my self esteem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she shoots down the saloon. <laughs> 
goes after the up. escapes from <laughs> bike. That one hit Ben. <laughs> hit Ben the fields. Oh. Patrick just brought out a load of fucking bricks and threw them all at us. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she was, I basically used uh, what was left of the saloon, just piled it all on top of me with that joke. <sighs> Break your fucking back carrying all those bricks, sir. Damn. Oh, yeah. Runs away on her bike, stops in the middle of this train tracks, pulls out a rocket launcher from God knows what. I don't understand. I'm questioning where it came from. Women's secret. And B, how come it was like a weird energy ball blast that Hart didn't really do any physical damage or scratches on the train when you think it'd do at least some sort of dent? I don't understand. Apparently, it's not that powerful of a rocket launcher or whatever. And just so happened in the same area, just slightly different rocks. The terrain Krillin and Goku fly through where a launch was last seen. So they're getting closer to this strange woman that just magically appears and is important. Let's wonder if she's going to be here later on. And while they're flying around, Goku have a, has a conversation asking about, like, I don't understand this. I don't know why he needs a woman, this and that. And Krillin kind of compares Roshi's love for going on a date with a woman to Goku's love of food. Which Goku replies in my notes here, and I quote... You mean he's gonna eat her? Cause uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, he will get her, get her, eat he her will. out. Fucking. I mean, I, I was, I was expecting, I was actually expecting Krillin to make like a joke to that, and he actually just responds, "No, he's not gonna eat her." He's just, he's just surprised that. Oh no! Like, Are you really that dumb? Is this kid that dumb? Yeah. So after that sexually driven joke, if uh, for the dirty minded people like us. Launch is now getting chased by, I don't know, the, the local police that just lies in the rocky turret, the rocky mountains. I guess, sure, why not? They have nothing better to do, just just to go at and start shooting at her. See, it's not. This proves the point that not all American cops are the ones to uh, start shooting and ask questions later. The the correct way to retaliate against the police officers trying to shoot you is to pull out another weapon and just uh, shoot them. This time with a uh, Uzi, looks like, which I'm still. Con- I don't know why is this woman's bag so big. It's I know women's bag. If you try going through them, it's like a bombless pit and it has like 20 million things in it. But that d- doesn't explain how she has all these weapons and deadly rifles with her that just 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 ca- just casually sitting there when you don't even see the bag in some shots. But uh oh, troubles of ruin. Launches sneezes and crashes her motorbike. And she's starting to freak out when the police are like, oh, we're going to arrest you. Screams for help. And uh, wouldn't you know it, just just, just by sheer of luck and totally not the way it was animated and drawn out, the boys can hear it and Goku comes rushing down to save the day. And instead of trying to do anything, Krillin just hides behind the rocks like, nope, I didn't do this. I didn't agree to this. This is all his idea. I respect the police. Don't arrest me, sir. I'm a good boy. Totally not a bitch. And Goku's like, oh, I don't know who you are. I'm just going to beat you up. And he just just does this really awkward diving headbutt onto the police officer. Not even, no animation on his face. Just a stare, blanking smile. And it's really bizarre. And it's just kind of looks like a stupid boy. Just like how he what, what looked like when he ate Roshi's food the other episode. Just happy to cause damage to some weird people. And, uh. I like to bring up if this took place anywhere in America, the minute Goku would have landed down there, he would have been shot on sight and with no questions asked. Because this is America. 
Land of the Free and uh, home of the shooting people and asking questions later. And Goku's a minority anywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Ben's just That's... saying it. Oh, wowie, yowie. Not inherently wrong. I just like to point out, while they're flying away, nice and cl- nice uh, launch. Gets to just ride in the clouds so freely. So I don't know if that contradicts with Nibis thing. Only the pure of heart can sit on there. The nice yeah. one was able to because she is pure of heart. Yeah, I just well, it's, transformations are weird. I don't know. That's another. Just, I that, could sit on the Nimbus. That, I that's do horseshit. not believe none that. of us can. That, that that's a lie. Everything nope. I've said tonight. No, nobody in the server completely. can sit on that, except for maybe a few. We'll get in that discussion the tier list later. So they fly back, drop down on the uh, drop down on Roshi's island, and they're just like, "Hey, where is he at?" I'm knocking on the door. Roshi's not answering. It's like, Krillin's like, oh, maybe he's just using the restroom. What do you mean? Goku's pretty much outlaw. I was like, what do you mean he's taking like a poo or a piss? He's like, come on, Goku. I'm trying to be nice about this, not in front of our guests. And Goku's just having none of it. No decency. No no care for anyone's personal space. He's just like banging on banging on Roshi's bathroom, telling him to hurry up and stop, stop taking a dookie in there. Just like Jordan's grandkids are going to do to him when he later on in life, and it's going to be very funny. Why do you think Jordan would even have kids, let alone now ac- happy accidents, as uh, Bob Ross calls it? Uh, there's no such thing as a happy accident when it comes to kids. Are any of them ever? There's happy no about such that? thing as a happy accident in his family. Well, well, you know sure. that's a that's a big old debate for something else. Well, until then, I will do that to Jordan. I will continue to do that to Jordan every time we have a road trip to anywhere because he stops for the bathroom about six times for like two hours at a time. It's bothersome. Okay. Now, that is bullshit. I stopped <laughs> oh. to pee, what, four times on the way to Dallas because I drank too much before we left. Oh, Something like that. Probably. Here we go. Yeah, here we go again. But it, well, Jordan, the solution is simple. Don't drink and drive, dumbass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. You're right. <laughs> Damn, he's got uh, you there, bud. He, he's got me there. You can vlog and drive instead. Right, well, he has a holder that. for that. No, don't do that either. Don't do that either. It's a bad <laughs> idea. No, Ben, he has a holder. He's going to crash the he camera. A... <laughs> no, it's better than, well, last time we put on the holder, it broke in the middle of our vlog. Hey, I so have a fully automatic can... battery power pa- of charging phone mount now, okay? So... Wireless charging phone now. <laughs> this one won't break. I don't believe you. So by the time uh, we finished our little conversation here, Launch just got through telling Krillin that she can't hide here from uh, all the men, that are, from all the trouble she's trying to get to. And Krillin's like, those are real police officers. Like, yeah, they actually they were. And it's like, what, why? What have you done? Uh, just a lot of things. She just opens up this bag, which is filled with money, which question further infuriates me. It's like, why can you have all the guns in here when there's money here? And she's Something like, oh, I must have. It's like, oh, I must have held up a bank or two with all this money. It's like, holy shit, woman. Wow. Or two. <laughs> Why? Now, this is a still nice launch that's still saying everything. So she has a recollection of what happened. It's just, I don't know, oh, I must have robbed a bank or so. It's it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Stinky Roshi comes out. That's what Goku said. He smelled. So comes out and uh, gets all like, oh, stinky. Big-eyed boom-boom over there, over the (laughs) stereotypical horny old men do in the anime. And he just, like, his first interaction with her is forming a big head, stretching out to the window and saying, Hey! 
and just scaring everybody out of there. <laughs> boop, boop. Then, then they actually have a nice conversation where Lon's like, ah, I want to thank your grandkids for saving me. It's like, oh, my grandkids? Oh, no, they're not my grandkids. They're, in fact, my younger brothers. These are my brothers. <laughs> brothers from another's mothers. It's like, that is, that's, like, he knows that's a lie, and he's like, hey, you can't blame me for trying. And she flips on her ass, because she's like, yeah, sure, pal, I hate you. Everybody does. Fucking Goku, when he's just sitting like a nice-looking monkey boy, just hanging on to one of the stills, just falls down, and he's like, oh, that was, that was worth a shot. It's like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Tells the truth, reveals who he, wa- who he is, and saying that he's a martial arts expert, and these two young boys are his uh, prized pupils, soon to be. And uh, Rofe, she offers launch, you know, you can do some uh, f- uh, study underneath us since you're here. And she's like, I don't want to do fighting. Oh, but there's more than benefits to just being able to beat the tar out of your opponent. It also increases physical stamina. It's good for the noggin and um, good for your oily pores. Whatever the hell that means. I don't know. Skincare wasn't a big deal back in the day, I guess. Uh, he just He just came up with some shot top of his head to appeal to a woman. Yeah, of course he did. It's funny. And then the Roshi brings out the these outfits. And Launch's starting to get changed. And then Krillin starts freaking out and tells her to change inside. And that and Roshi just got cucked by a young boy and gets upset by it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just didn't know it was a reaction. Don't change in the house, please. And then Goku doesn't want to wear it, and they put it on. It's, wouldn't you know, it's, it's pretty much the exact same outfit as those aerobics people were wearing in the fucking uh, workout video in the day prior, the episode prior to this. Calls it Special Turtle Hermit Fighting Armor. It's totally not any underwear and excuse to see uh, Launch more exposed than anything. And before they can have too much fun and start the session, a uh, fun flyboy over here comes and just ruins it all by... That, I mean, she just flies underneath launch, makes her sneeze, brings out the other side of launch where she starts shooting everybody with a bit of a, turns into a psycho, just shoots the shaman with an Uzi and then sneezes back real quickly. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did my other half do anything? She kind of gets like that. And they're like, Susie oh, nine millimeter. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's now a gag now. Just shooting all your shooting people with just bullets to prove a point it's just a gag now it's uh the shock factor is very low after seeing what bulma has done the first uh previous just two episodes alone that's not even talking about the series just the first two episodes alone attempting manslaughter on a small boy she just met i mean to be fair manslaughter is kino also how can it be manslaughter when he's a boy isn't that boy slaughter Jordan, shut the fuck up. See, this, see, it's clips like these that bring out the shooters in Jordan. They're just like, oh, it's a gag. It's just a prank, bro. I could just start shooting people, and it'll be funny. They'll be laughing. They'll just have black marks on their head. It's all good fun. It's just a prank, bro. Oh, yeah, Jordan would point out the black marks. Wow. And that, now that, that wraps up that episode. It ends off with a funny gag of uh, Mean Launch just shooting the shit out of them in their underwear thing. A funny gag. In quotes. <laughs> hey, they thought it, it's a. They think it's pretty comical. So, and uh, Mr. Kiria Toriyama is very comical man. Or so you think. I didn't talk about his comics either. <laughs> oh. Oh. So that's uh, that was a 
that was it for this week. Uh, I hope you uh, enjoyed the summaries. Granted, I'm kind of a little bit out of it, but that's fine. That, that's fine. We, it I'm still trying to have. I'm having fun, you know, people. As long as I'm having fun and you're sticking around for the whole people I can't name think of name loves because our usual listeners don't want to watch this. <laughs> all right, all right. So we have restructured a little bit, and we're going to talk about these episodes now instead of after each episode. All right, we're going to go first with Patrick. He's been talking enough. We know what he thinks. I think No, he... we're going to go with Vinny. Um, I didn't really like Eleven. The only thing I really wanted to mention was I did enjoy the gag with the, uh, with the pinball behind the curtain. And while it was obvious that it was just going to be another pinball, I did still, I, I, I did still enjoy that gag. <laughs> um, but overall, the episode is, I, I didn't enjoy it much. Okay. All right. Um, so 12 was <laughs> the one where he, he summoned Shenron and Oolong swooped in with the wish, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I found it amusing. A pivotal moment in the series, Penny. The most important moment. The very first wish. 13 was on... the episode that Oolong made the wish. What? Wasn't it? No. It was no, 12. 12, oh, at the, 12 yeah, was the wish. Mind. 13 no, was, the, was, was when the dragon, attack of the giant. And then 13's the entire episode. Yeah, Goku. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, okay, the most I important moment stuff. in the series. The very first wish on the dragon where uh, Oolong wished for a pair of panties. And what the fuck was that? God damn it, Jordan. And while it's not, I don't remember. Does it come up like actually? Other than he has the panties on his head for a few episodes. I don't know about later in Dragon Ball. I know in Z, no, a couple times it's maybe. Not- the only. It's nothing more than the a gag. The only thing yeah, I can yeah. remember it being... You have to remember, Toriyama wrote that stuff as gags. Yeah. Nothing more. Like, the peel-off arc was supposed to be all there was of Dragon <laughs> Okay. Because uh, the, only, the only reason I ask is because I remember it being brought up in GT at some point. It was nice to finally see the dragon for the first time. Like have actual dialogue and not yeah, just a cliffhanger. Um, for episode thirteen. Now I'm gonna preface this with this the or the viewing for this podcast was not my first time seeing that episode, and the first time that I saw Goku turn into the great ape, I got like super excited because I had started with Kai. So I knew that it was going to happen at some point, but it, it it was just nice to see it happen for the first time. Um, 14 didn't really stick out much for me. I, I, I don't know why. Like nothing really is coming to mind to specifically talk about with that one. So I guess it was to me just a little bit weaker than the rest of this set. Maybe that's just because it's coming off of the heels of the of the um, the encounter with Great Ape Goku for the first time. Um, but like I said, it didn't really 
stand out as much as the others. Uh, but for 15, launch is a lot of fun. <laughs> and it makes me sad that after a point, she's just forgotten until one filler scene in the Boo arc of Z. But she's here and there throughout Dragon Ball. Yeah. Yeah. So. She's even in the Saiyan arc. Is she? Yeah. yeah. I don't she remember is. her being. Yeah, if you watch the original Z. Yeah. Hmm. Mostly in filler well. stuff with tension on. But... Well, that explains why I never saw it, because I didn't see Z. I saw Kai. All right, so if I may. Go for it. This set of episodes is really good. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, episode eleven was you know I, I I just I found it baffling that somehow this fucking idiot Pilaf is able to actually do shit right, and his crew, as completely stupid as they are, brainless as they are, somehow they get shit to work in the end, and and they get them trapped back in the fucking room. I thought that was like I I wasn't expecting that. I, I genuinely was not expecting it to a plan to work to get them back in the room and then he gasses them and then they properly steal the Dragon Ball now granted Pilaf knocked himself out <laughs> I mean it is Pilaf <laughs> that part was so good it too was straight. he walks up and is like <laughs> you idiots look you, could, you thought you could outsmart thought you could like outsmart. any other show oh. they would have just ignored that he walked in without the mask yeah but no they like paid it off here <laughs> yeah. it's like oh no uh, he forgot to put on the and, mask and i thought it was really stupid how how they made how how, how uh my made shoe drag him out she could just pick him up by the back by his fucking collar you know the collar of her shirt Probably. and drag and, and carry him she made the other tiny person carry the tiny person out <laughs> like th- why he, Shu could have gotten the Dragon because Ball. Because it's the 80s the and she's a woman and she didn't feel like one. doing any actual work. Uh, yeah, apparently. That, that was just, that was, that was dumb. Probably, but... Episode 12, I like how Goku actually uses the Kamehameha already. I thought he was actually going to have to learn it more or something. No, he, he, he taught himself good enough. And it's still tiny, but he blasted that fucking hole. That and they were able to see. And I thought that was really cool. And I also was not expecting them to actually make the wish this early on. Like I, 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 I didn't. Why they had I all really seven? Didn't. I don't know. I just I didn't expect the wish to be made that early. I thought it was a little bit later in the series, but no, right now that that early. And I thought that it made me think. The whole premise of the of the anime is Dragon Ball, collecting Dragon Balls. You would think it'd be this long fucking quest to collect all seven that would go on for hundreds of episodes or something. No. 13, 12 episodes in. Well, no, because again, like the original intention for the manga was the peel-off arc to be Dragon Ball. Right, yeah, and and that makes sense because that's what it felt like, you know? It kind of felt like that but for then, me. But then the editorial staff was like, hey, we want, we want more of this. Also, you got to do something to change it up because it's not very popular. And I can see it. That's why we get a tournament. Yeah, yeah. And thus begins the trend of the editorial staff forcing Toriyama to do something different. Could you make more? Could you make more? Could you make this change? I you don't should like do this. more. Could you make more? Hey, can you make every villain no, have three incarnations? Those androids are correctly. No, those androids are too pretty. No, that cell is too ugly. No, that cell's too ugly. That cell's offensive. That cell's perfect. That cell's offensive. <laughs> didn't? 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 <laughs> Didn't Toriyama want to end it at that Cell at some face. at one point? 
Do what? I said, didn't Toriyama want to end the manga at, after Cell at some point? Yeah. And then they forced I mean, him to do Boo. Or what became Boo. Yeah, they just, they, they asked him for one more arc, and from what I understand, they told him he, that he could just kind of do his own thing. Either that, or he said, okay, but I'm doing what I want. I don't remember. I, I heard the story at one point, I just don't remember. Anyways. And then Dragon Ball. Evolution. Back to Dragon Ball. More specifically. Yes. To me, one of the most pivotal moments that has stuck out has always been, ah, that first wish. Whenever it's reminisced upon, ah, that first wish. Oolong wished for underwear. I always thought that he wished for Bulma's underwear. Nope. I thought it was Bulma's panties. Nope. No, he goes... I want the most comfortable pair of underwear in the world. Now, not only is that a much more practical, wholesome wish, it's not wishing for a girl's dirty undies. He wished for comfortable undies because he was chafing, and he saved the world by doing it. Now, I don't know why. I've always had a negative connotation look, surrounding look, this wish, but it was a good wish. You should keep that because in the Japanese version, it is literally just he wanted a girl's panties. Maybe that's where I'm getting it from. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, because I just always thought he wished for Bulma's panties. Like, the comfortable pair of underwear line is from 1995, because it was an edited dub. Japanese version, straight up, he, he just wanted a girl's panties. And that explains a little bow on him. Yep. But, anyways, yeah. Uh, like, even even in, 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 in GT, for example, uh, the uh, water dragon... One of those those dragon, you know, the evil dragons, the water one. I forget Oceana Shenron. Uh, even she was very angry because she was created from that wish. They asked, "Oh yeah, well, what was your wish made of?" And she blushes, turns red, gets mad. It's not none of your fucking business. It's like, oh yeah, it is. We made the wish. It's like it was the underwear. <laughs> and then Pan blushes. And then Goku laughs and said, oh yeah, that was Oolong. <laughs> that's that's why that, this wish has always stuck out to me. So it was, it was great to finally see that moment. That's just, just like a key thing in Dragon Ball for me. I don't know. Episode 13 was really fucking good. Uh, because it finally, you know, we, 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 get to, uh, we, we, get, we get to see that the transformation then is still pretty much, it's stuck that same way throughout the series more or less. Whenever there was a transformation, it stayed pretty similar. I like that. And I like how a lot of the sound effects that were used early on here are continue to be used throughout Dragon Ball and Z. You know, just missing sound effects. Not even just Dragon Ball and Z, but even like One Piece. Yeah, yeah, that's it's true. It's just their standard sound effect library. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I like them. They're good you sound know, effects. If it ain't broke, yeah. don't yeah, fix it. pretty much. Know? Yeah. Like the sound of, the, like in the last episode, in 12, um, when uh, Shenron was rising. That sound effect, that that's you know they use that when there's a beam struggle going on, like a comp command oh, yeah. beam struggle or something, you know, shit like that. I love that sound effect. It is so fucking cool. So shit like that, and the same thing applies with the uh, with the gradient transformation. You know, they they kept that consistent throughout the series. Um, but other than that, nothing really stuck out too much. Um, to me in this episode, you know, it was just. Great ape, it was, it was <laughs> finally got to see that happen. 
Um, I actually did not expect that to be how they got out of that chamber. I don't know why, because I you know, I haven't seen it before, obviously, but I just didn't expect him to be great ape. It didn't even dawn on me that it was a fucking full moon until they pointed it out. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, because until they point it out, it kind of just blends in. Because you, cause when you think of night, you think stereotypical moon in the sky. Yeah. And to be fair, they they didn't want you to think much about it until they mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty good that he uh, that he he did that shit. And then, of course, I thought it was really interesting that that was how Bulma and and Yamcha decided they they're sitting there bitching about their wishes the whole time. They look at each other and say, "Wait, we can both rectify our situations by rectifying each other." Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was leading myself into that joke, but yes. So they just, they looked at each other and said, hey, you want to fuck damn straight? So I, I, I think I think that's pretty fitting. Uh, and it makes sense why they didn't stay together. Because they were just, they, they, they both had to do something for each other. They both had to break each other's, you know, first time for like, you know, she wanted a boyfriend. He wanted to not be afraid of girls anymore. They, they both, you know, fixed that for each other. So obviously they weren't going to stay together, but you know that's that's I guess that's spoilers for Dragon Ball Z, huh? Uh, episode fourteen, you know, with 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 Krillin finally appearing, thought that was good. I I really hate Krillin's voice. I always hated y- kid young Krillin's voice, and I still hate it now. It sounds like someone has butt plugs up their nose and they're trying to do his voice. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but wow. <laughs> Um, but oh no, nothing too crazy stuck out to me. Um, it was a lot of just you know plot building. Um, Krillin. I, that, that the only thing that stuck out the most is what we talked about earlier with the uh, porno mags, and then all of a sudden the gay one and he roaches like. Aah! I thought that was that was great. That was a good highlight. And I never with episode fifteen, I never ever knew. That launch had two sides. Never. Ever. Ever. Wait, did you just always think she was the evil one? Yes, the I thought she, one? Yes, I never knew who the blue-haired person was. I always fucking really? wondered. All oh my, my life Lord. until now, I wondered who the blue one was, but never cared to look it up. I didn't know that she changed personalities when she sneezed. I never, ever knew that. Somebody didn't watch the original growing up. I I watched like much later in the series growing up. Like I saw episodes here and there. Like like that that's about it. I di- I didn't I didn't watch it much growing up. I Man, you're just RV. as clueless as the cowboys in the saloon. Look and yes yes I was because I really did not like I knew that was her, but I figured she had a wig, so I figured when she sneezed her wig fell off. I didn't know that she changes completely when she sneezes. The show about transformations, boy. That was such an a fucking interesting dynamic. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, that, I mean, other than that, um, you know, I I, I wish we could have seen her naked. Yeah, um, but you know, th- of course, they would rather show Goku naked than than you know, launch naked. So. We are Hell, here for the martial they arts. They even showed and the Oolong naked at one point. Not to see naked boobies. I, I do think it was funny that um, 
when Roshi saw her, he looks at her boobs, goes boom, and then looks at her butt and goes boom. And yeah, he turned, like, into boom, Jim, boom. turned into Jim Ross there for a second. Jim Ross, excuse me, sir. Yeah, he says boom boom a lot. I'll show you boom boom. Uh, but yeah. Now, I will say. Actually, no, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Go ahead. Uh, I'll try and keep my thoughts pretty brief overall. Um, episodes 11 through 13, uh, I'll kind of group those together since they're the end of the peel-off arc. I thought those were really, really fun episodes. I thought the penalty is pinball was fun. I really, one of the parts that I thought was really hilarious is when they, they wake up and they, and they all, uh, <laughs> they kind of run back into peel-off and crew and they're like, wait a second. You didn't close the door. Yeah. Yeah, that was also really good. Yeah, yeah. And then that just starts the whole pinball chase. I thought that was great. The whole setup for that was, like, super goofy. Um, episode episode 12 was fun. Because Goku is so, like, Goku's so stupid that he just can't make the connection with the fact that he is very clearly the evil monster, right? That his grandpa was talking about. Mm -hmm. But because he's out of it every time, you know, he really just doesn't know. Yep. But they very obviously understand, oh, no. This kid could be bad news. Yep. So. And then Bulma, for as smart as she is, she shows how much of a dipshit she is by going... Don't look at the moon, and then Where? pointing directly at the moon. Yeah. To be fair, that's what I would have done. How? How do you think? That's a good idea. We should hey, test Hey, don't it. turn around. Why? You're going to look behind you. And then episode 13, straight up, they just ripped from King Kong. You mean it's a totally original idea? Please do not steal. Like literally all the way down to the mm. plane. Kaiju, kaiju shooting at Goku. Kaiju. Didn't one of the dubs, I forget which one, just recycle King Kong sounds for Goku in his great ape form? Uh, none of the ones that I know I of. Look this up. I bet it was Italian dub. Um, then their Italians don't know what they're doing. Uh, such an odd one to, to pick out, but all right. Uh, <laughs> the roars and growls for the great ape in the ocean dub were recycled from King Kong. Oh, really? Wow, laziness. The LT dub, ocean. okay. Uh, the 95 one. Okay. Um,. But yeah, like, uh, 13, I thought was very fun. I thought, like, 11, 12, and 13 in general were all all just super strong. And 14 and 15, I thought, were, were really good, uh, funny character-building starts to, uh, to this new arc. Obviously establishing Krillin, establishing Lunch as a new side character, all that. There's not a whole lot to say about them because they're not like 
ultra action packed. They're just kind of more uh, comedy centric episodes. Yeah, yeah, they um, were. I was laughing a lot. But you know, they were they were a fun time, regardless. Um, and the comedy was really on point in the Japanese version, which uh, we'll we'll kind of get into that in two specific lines I picked out uh, here in a bit. But uh, yeah, huge thumbs up for uh, for this set of episodes, uh, Patrick. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought that all the episodes had a good flow with one another, and they, basic from these five episodes alone, uh, I think they had pretty much a good way to start and then to stop. Granted, probably should include a few episodes in the last, like, I don't know, at least like last two episodes for Pilaf's Castle. Like, on the way from driving from Pilaf's Castle to where they're at now, I think would be a good place to like stop if you're wanting a marathon, but not too many episodes. So I feel like we ended off on a good start now. We have basic ideas of what's going on. We have more characters introduced and let's uh, sit with it and kind of, what's the word I want to use? Kind of like, uh, fuck. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. I can't think of the word either. No, if I can have chicken sitting, if I can have chicken set for a couple hours, let's marinate. Like, Marinate, yeah, just let it marinate with you a little bit. So that way, uh, when you go back to it, you're like, all right, I'm ready for more stuff, and we're just gonna see what's gonna happen now. Hopefully, uh, Roshi won't be a will be less of a pervert, even though that's not gonna happen, and they can actually start some training. God, Roshi is such a pervert. Yeah, he is. And hopefully, uh, they're not gonna be stuck in the desert and actually be in the city for once, and uh, not dying and have her dino capsules and trying to kill people again. I just, I just want the next arc to start already because I know what's coming up and it's a really good arc. But this is just the slow burn before the actual meal. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like, you know, extra shit. Like, like I thought the whole needing to go off and find Roshi a girlfriend was really fucking dumb. That specific, like, necessity. But it brought us a good character. Like, But like, it's launch. so Roshi of him to do yeah, that shit. it is. I just I like he tells him, "Yeah, I'll train you," and then he's like, "Ah, shit, I'm horny." I didn't expect him to actually. Ah, <laughs> fuck, horny. Wait a minute. Honestly, yeah, I, I, can... I feel like it's a small part of the. It's like I know it's a large chunk of the episode, but it is a bit filler, but not really because it's somewhat essential to the plot. Like these last few episodes are. Yeah, They're exactly. Just it's fun. not There's unnecessary. Like... Well, I mean, it was in the manga too. I mean, yeah. We've not strayed too far off course to complete filler yet. Not yet, anyway. It's good. It's just, like, fun things you can, like, sit through. It's like, yeah, it'll take a little bit to get through, but it's, like, just fun stuff. It, the time goes by, fa- by fast, and by the time you're done with the episodes, it's like, wow, that was quick. It's not like uh, it kind of takes you out of it. It's just, like, g- there's action there, especially with the peel-offs, destructions of the castle and trying to shoot it down, but it's not too much to where it's, like, oversaturates the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then you just have some like school relaxation where you can somewhat pay attention to what's happening, but at the same time you can like try to do other things as well, like I don't know, go grab something out, walk out of the room and just hear it play so you're not missing too much. It's just basically a nice relaxing episode, just a set of episodes you can just pretty much vibe with and just you know, make jokes about crack jokes here and there, pay attention to what's going on a little bit. That was that was pretty much me. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the actual training stuff because that's gonna be a good set of episodes. Yeah, I, I, that is, that's another that's another thing that I didn't even think to mention was 
this starts the Goku's routine of, wow, I need to train to get better. Yep. Of course. Hashtag training arc. And I mean, like, previously it was already alluded to, right? But now we get to, to see. We're going to get to get to really see him on that uh And I'll road. see how much he can take. Because when he was doing his quote-unquote exercises, he's just breaking rocks and doing this and that. This, he has to go through a lot more stuff. But that training will be at the TV for next week, unfortunately. Where more shenanigans will ensure... I I can assure that they will be uh, more shenanigans. More pervertedness from Roshi. Fucking dirty pervert. Dirty old man. Yeah. We got some segments. First up, I want to talk about two uh, edits... One more so a lack thereof from the 1995 dub. In episode 12, if you guys remember when Oolong is a bat and him and Poir are freaking out, yeah, you see Oolong's little wiener. Yeah, they didn't edit that out. They forgot to edit that until the next episode. They they just straight up left that in. That, that aired in syndication. Now in episode 13, when Oolong gets the pair of underwear... They're like, we can't we can't have the ribbon there. So they replaced it with Shenron. They replaced it with an image of Shenron. On the underwear? Put a, I didn't yeah, notice that. On the one the that I watched it was, it was just in small. the nineteen ninety five dub. Oh. You watched the uncut dub. I specifically said the ninety five dub. Okay. I didn't know which dub the one I was watching. It was one that was in the Yeah. You were watching the Funimation two thousand one dub, not the Funimation nineteen ninety five okay. dub. All right. All right. Um, I think that's even better. So yeah. Um, one line that gets lost in translation in episode twelve is, is towards the end of the episode when the narrator starts uh, going. He goes, "Goku has looked at the full moon and transformed into a monster ape. Even the writer is frightened out of his wits. He had no idea at all." <laughs> What? Wow. <laughs> Just breaking the fourth wall completely. Wow. Even the writer didn't know he's going to turn into a monkey. Wow. They they don't even do anything like that in the dub at all. Um so to get like a funny little creative line like that in the Japanese version. You I, know I what? Now I'm kind of sad that the dub didn't get that. Um and then Lost in Translation in episode 14. Uh now uh, the way that the the term that they use to describe cute girls in anime like these is usually pitchy peachy gal. Mm-hmm. So Roshi says, bring me a pitchy peachy gal here. Do that and I can train you. And Goku looks at him and says, what's a bitchy bitchy gag? Wow. <laughs> Damn fucking straight. That sounds exactly like him. That would be, yeah, that would be pretty Vinny, Goku. Is what that would be. Now... To round it off, we've got our name pun for the episode, specifically in the curious case of Shu. Now, what's curious about this case, you may not ask. Okay, so I won't. Yeah, don't ask. I'm going to explain it. So, Shu has two names as far as the original version goes. Uh, one of them you never hear in the anime at all because at that point Toriyama had already renamed renamed him uh, because he forgot he had a different name. 
in the manga, in his initial appearances, he is named Soba. Like Yakisoba? Uh, like Soba, noodle, soba Noodles. Um, Vinny, you kind of have the right idea. Yakisoba is made with Soba Noodles. Um, Just a lot of Yaki so. thrown in. Yeah, with, with you know, shut up. Takoyaki. <laughs> Um, Takoyaki! But yeah, yeah, it's just purely based off soba noodles. His current name and the name that you hear throughout the <laughs> anime, Shu, is a pun of shumai, which are Chinese dumplings served with dim sum. Now, in the 1995 dub, we're not really going to go with a pun here. Just feel like it's an interesting tidbit now that we're over with the Pilaf saga. They changed his name in the 1995 dub. It's not Shu. It's not Soba. It's Shao. Now they obviously correct this in the 2001 Funimation dub, but in the 95 dub, he, he was Shao. Really wow. odd. I don't really know why they went with that choice, but... Yeah. Interesting little thing to note there. I shall not refer to him as that. Yeah, he's gonna refer to my shoe because Jordan hey. has a, just Jordan has this distinct he's a distinct fan of shoes, you know what I'm saying? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan's gonna call him shoe because every day he's just gonna think Oh man, Jordan wants to sniff so the piggies of all your listeners out there. <laughs> Look, he's licking his lips thinking about it right now. I'm just derailing this train that launch never blew up because it's her fault. I shall never return to this podcast after that. <laughs> Good. Less disgusting jokes. Burgundy sauce. These biscuits. Anyway, that's going to be it for this episode of Lactazical Dragoncast. We'll see you in the next one. Next time. You can go follow Vinny at Vinny G Plays. You can go follow Jordan at Jazawatoad. You can follow. Follow Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. You can follow me at VidSigma. And you can follow the podcast Twitter at The Like Days Cast. You can also follow at Make sure to join his Discord server and tell him Jordan misses him. And uh, yeah, it's going to be it for this week's episode. We'll see you all next time. Bye.